sit back, turn the ship over to your Kovacs and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. seven commanders and welcome in my name is commander mal for the win and with me as always is commander psychic oh seven commanders if it's your first time listening we're glad you found us every week on the flight assist podcast we talk to a different commander or organization we find out a little bit about them what they're up to in game and we talk about the things we love about elite dangerous and its amazing community Before things get started, we just wanted to say thanks for being here, because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Oh, I am super excited for this. Me too, actually. Super excited. Me too. Um, so today we uh we get to talk with Commander Plater, who we is do, a yes. longtime kind of mainstay of the Elite Dangerous community and Elite uh content creation community. He's one of the OGs, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least as I, far as I, I'm concerned. I mean, he's I mean, been I haven't, for a while. I, I, I must admit that I, I haven't had a huge amount of interaction with him, with the exception of um, a few raids here and there and mm-hmm. um, like ch- chatting to him. You know, we always, we always say this chatting to him as a, as a type against a, um, a voice and, and the other way around. I think I've only spoken to him like maybe a handful of times, but um, every yeah. single conversation I've had has been really positive. And I think he's um, an excellent excellent content creator so so supportive and the stuff that he's been doing recently has been um well recently to recording anyway has um been finding different ways to infiltrate systems in odyssey and stuff like that and different different things to do on such so i'm interested to find out what he thinks about about odyssey for sure yeah. Yeah. My, I haven't, I haven't had that, ch- had the chance to interact with him a whole lot. Like you, I've, you know, um, I've talked to him a couple of times via chat, you know, while he was streaming or via comments on YouTube. Um, and then, um, one of his more recent, uh, charity events, he did a 24 hour event and I actually stayed in chat and like watched the entire 24 hour stream really? um, as a viewer. And it was so much fun like seeing the community come to him and like he had different guests on that would give him different like challenges and things. And it was just, it was really cool watching him, you know, raising money for a charity. And at the same time, seeing all of these other people from the elite community who just love him and want to come like do stuff with him, um, you know, kind of drop in and hang out for an hour or two and then they'd leave and somebody else would come in. Yeah. And it was just, it was really, really cool. Um, and I it just kind of shows you what a, yeah, it's, it's such a, shows you what a good guy he is that you know so many different people from different veins of the elite community from pvp to bgs to pve to you know exploration like everybody just loves hanging out with him he's just he's one of those people who's legitimately a good guy um and a good friend to have so yeah i'm 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 excited to talk to him about all of that plus you know kind of get some of his his personal take on odyssey yeah i think um it's been been something that i've been thinking about for a little while and i was playing elite and everything everything was great i was playing elite i was streaming elite and all of that sort of stuff was happening and then due to 
illness and uh, injury and all of that malarkey, I was really taken out of the Elite League universe for right. seven, seven, nine months, seven to nine months right. around that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And these names on like names of people that I had heard of and I was vaguely aware of, but it really mm -hmm. did the, the whole, um, the, uh, the scope I don't think that's the right word, but the whole, the, the way the elite community changed in those seven months, it stopped yeah. in my opinion. And this, this may not be accurate, but in that time that I was away, there was very much this insular player faction, player faction. Nobody really, there wasn't, wasn't a huge amount of mixing between big communities. Yeah. People supported little, little niches of other people. And then when I right. came back, it was suddenly like my eyes were open to this much wider elite dangerous community. And I'm, I'm yeah. making hand gestures, which are ridiculous at the moment because nobody can see me, but, um, <laughs> It's the, the the climate. I don't know if that's yeah. the right word. Like the climate of Elite Dangerous um, changed in those um, seven to nine months. It was like yeah. it was like coming back to a different community. And I, yeah. I think that is a, a lot of the um, the praise we can put that down to is some of the the OGs, these um, older. Yeah. Um, uh, people who have been in it for such a long time being so supportive of newer yeah. content creators as well um, yeah. and uh, nurturing and inspiring yeah. and all of that nonsense has been I'm, I'm being a little bit too philosophical I think but, um, it's, um, <laughs> no I, I agree with you I think of like when I think of the the OG of elite like if somebody said who were who were some of the you know like the the old guard, the 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 veteran players, like Plater's right up there at the top on list. Plater, Scorpius, all the rest of them, you know, yeah. that like he's one of those, but he's stuck around too. He's part of the current community as well. He's yeah. not an OG that's faded out and doesn't really uh, engage anymore. He's still here and he's still contributing to the community and he's still getting people involved in supporting other uh, content creators, which I think is Absolutely. just really an an amazing testament to him and and how he plays the game yeah i think we've waited long enough let's let's get him on shall we let's do it commander plater my friend welcome in it's good to have you here oh thank you good to be here uh, it's so good. It's so good to have you. It really is. Um, big fan. Big fan of your yeah. work. Yep. <laughs> Super big exactly. fan. What have I done? <laughs> no, I just, I, I, it's. I'm just a big fan. All I can say. It's all I can say. For anybody who doesn't know who you are, though, um, would you just do me a huge favor and just introduce yourself? Um, so a little bit about yourself, your commander name, if you're a content creator, and how long you've been playing. Sure. Um, I am Commander Joe Plater, typically just called Plater or Joe. If you know me in real life, I'm Joe. If you know me on the internet, I'm Plater. Uh, I like to stream Elite Dangerous. I create videos for Elite Dangerous on YouTube. And um, yeah, I typically stream to Twitch and YouTube. I try and go for four times a week. That's my normal kind of thing. Um, give and take what I can possibly do, you know, when I can. And um, overall, I'm just a bit opinionated about gaming, really. 
Yeah. Nice, <laughs> Aren't <nice>. we all? <laughs> yeah, right. It's one of those things that's easy to be kind of opinionated about. It's one of those good subjects. Um, what was it that originally got you into Elite Dangerous? So I remember seeing the trailer for Elite Dangerous, and I remember seeing it um, when I was... Um, I just moved, well, my wife had just moved to the United Kingdom. She's American and she just moved over here. And we were living with my parents at the time. And, you know, I had this old computer um, that I had built and it was crap and it wasn't very good. And I remember seeing this trailer fully dangerous and I went, I want to play that. That's my goal. Yeah. My goal is to build a computer <laughs> that will play that as soon as I can and I get money. I'm going to play that game. And it was the, yeah. it was the, yeah. the dogfight trailer they show, you know, fighting around the station. Oh, and then yeah. they had the, the, the bit where they drop in on someone, say, help, I need support. And then the guys come in and they take out the bad guys. I was like, yeah. wow. This That's is the, like, the really <sighs> cinematic trailer, wasn't it? Where it yeah. all sort of like everything merged in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good trailer. <laughs> so yeah, it was that. And I, I literally went, wow. That looks amazing. And then I tried to load up uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter and run it on my computer and it wouldn't run because it was such an old game. And it would, because it, it immediately <laughs> made me want to play a game series that I loved so much. I was like, right. this is me falling in love with it. And then I didn't yeah. play it until a few months after. Um, right. And I was like, cool, right. Well, now I installed it. I started playing it and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then I ran out of fuel three times in my first play session. Um, I didn't understand Super Cruise, jumping around, had no clue what I was doing. I'm going to bounty hunt. How do you know if someone's got a bounty on them? <laughs> to start shooting people, get blown up, get killed. And here I am five years later. <laughs> so, and I, right. I kind of know what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, I the, think the, the no, first iteration didn't have many tutorials, if any, right? Mm-hmm. How long? How long ago was it when when you actually started playing? How was that? What sort of? How long after Elite's release? Um, I, I'm 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 thinking it was kind of like it was it was uh, 2016. Okay, so not too long. So it's pre Horizons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm kind man. of bummed that I didn't get to do pre Horizons. Same. Play. Same. I the wish more I had known about people. this when the Kickstarter was going on. I'd have been like throwing money at yeah. Frontier and David Braben like I was, you know, a rich person. Yeah. <laughs> it was, de- I will say it was definitely strange. Like looking back on it compared to what we have now, especially with Odyssey coming up, totally right. bizarre that you were just in a spaceship. Yeah. And you couldn't <laughs> land on planets. And yeah. it also that there were there were certain types of weapons that weren't around as well. Right. Like I, there weren't huge multi cannons. So I I had a Corvette, but I had I, I couldn't I had to have cannons on it. I had to have gimbaled cannons because I didn't want to have lasers. And multi you know, huge multi cannons didn't exist. Right. And that would have been and the engineering thing to have. wasn't a thing yet, right? Mm, exactly. Engineering came in with horizons, didn't it? Yeah. So everything you built had to have compromise. Vultures were well known for being these power hungry monsters that uh, you just couldn't, you you couldn't, couldn't load out how you wanted. You had to compromise. Gosh, that's kind of, that kind of, it kind of sucks that that mechanic is not around the, 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 I have to make choices. Now you don't have to make those choices. It's just how much engineering do I have to do to make the choices that I want to make? I feel though that there is a meta. 
There's definitely, obviously, there is a meta with um, a lot of these ships, and um, as right. um, someone right. who fights against that meta pretty regularly, um, I think it's. I think you do still have choices, but everything's everything has the ability to be strong now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely some best in class sort of outfitting, mm. and you know that if I want to do activity X, like if I want to do PVP combat or if I want to fight, fight Thargoids, there are definitely ships that are better at it. And there's loadouts for those ships that are spe- spe- like, especially good for doing that activity, but you can certainly do it in any ship that you want to do. Just, you know, <laughs> learn how to hold your breath when your canopy disappears. That's, uh, that's the important part. <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. There, there are certain there were certain times like something strange happened when Thargoids were first introduced and I first started mm-hmm. fighting them and I was in my Corvette and there was mm-hmm. something broken with the way damage was applied to it. So every single fight, it'd be warning, canopy breach. Right. <laughs> every fight without fail. And it became kind of a running joke on my channel that that's what happened. I was like, no, 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 it's not my fault. It's not my fault. There's nothing I can do. My shields are still up, but then my canopy's going. What am I supposed to do about that? You know, I'm like, my hull is at 93%, but I have no canopy. Cool. You know, and then I eventually got some time to sit down and um, I spoke to one of the the developers at the the expo. Mm -hmm. And I went, why does this happen? I am getting ridiculed for it. And he's like, what type of damage do Thargoids cause? I'm like, caustic? Yeah. It's a bit broken. Uh, <laughs> it's not supposed to happen that way. It's really doing your modules in, and for some reason it's targeting your canopy on the Corvette. We're going to fix right. it. I was like, uh, it, was wow. that solely on the Corvette as well? Uh, mainly on the Corvette. It was just this weird anomaly wow. that happened. Oh, that's so weird. I can't, like... For me, that's what Thargoid fights are about is you drop in on the instance and this is current, current game, you know, like I drop in in the instance in my chieftain, I scan the uh, interceptor, my canopy disappears and then the fight starts like that's kind (laughs) of, that's how bad the canopy is on the chieftain and I can't help it. I still love flying that ship. It's a fun ship to fly. Um, What, what would you say your, um, what do you use to fly? What's your preferred control scheme? Um, so I use um, an X-52 Pro Hostess to fly with. Um, that's see what, what I like, what I like to mm-hmm. fly with. Because, because one, it matches what's in front of you in the game, which is quite yeah. nice. Um, I did start off with a T-Flight, um, yeah. and that, to me, was probably one of the best value pieces of kit I ever purchased. It was just like a, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. This is absolutely mm. fantastic. Um, plus, you know, you feel like you can really throw yourself into stuff when you do it, when you're using it, because you, you know, you yank on the stick to turn around really quickly, which in a Corvette isn't a thing. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, come on, you like, you're turning and you're sliding and you're like, any minute now we'll get time on target. It's totally fine. And yeah. when I do, it's great. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a, that's kind of well, it's what I want to use. I'm not, I couldn't, I couldn't fly a spaceship with keyboard and mouse and feel like I'm flying a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very that's a very good point. You lose some there's I understand from people who are diehard um, keyboard and mouse sort of pilots that you do get some good some control that you might not get otherwise with, with keyboard and mouse. But you lose I feel for me, I lose that immersion. I lose mm-hmm. that what you were saying, that feeling of like I'm flying a spaceship and I really, really want that out of elite. 
Yeah, exactly that. It is exactly that for me as well. Uh, I've always said, I don't want to feel like I'm playing a first-person shooter, which Odyssey has kind of yeah. changed a little bit. But then I use keyboard and mouse yeah. for that. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, um, and I've said it before and I'll say it again a thousand times. That's the great thing about um, Elite is that um, it doesn't pigeonhole you into one right. control scheme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's very um, true. yeah, it's it's great as as someone who also uses an X fifty two Pro, um, I I bloody love it. So highly recommend. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And also absolutely. the the T flight um, is a really good entry level. If if you're not sold on whether or not you want a um, whether or not you're going to want a, a, a Hotas at all yeah. i feel like the t flight is a really really good example of um a, a good tra- a good chance for someone to um not spend a huge amount of money and see if they right. enjoy it yeah definitely right. yeah it would suck to spend money on verples and then be like <laughs> you know what this is really not my thing like <laughs> there goes a thousand dollars that's okay i didn't yeah. need that um well, yeah, especially T-flight for its price is not bad Oh yeah, I mean the, the T flight is. I mean, looking at mate. Well, I mean, I think I got mine for like twenty five pounds, which is an mm-hmm. absolute bargain. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember I got it. I, t- I, t- I took it home from the shop. Um, uh, I went to Argos to get it, which hey. anyone from the United <laughs> Kingdom will know is like, oh yeah, Argos. It's this weird shop you go into and you uh, you pick things out of a catalogue and then they hand it over to you. Very strange. But you know, <laughs> took it home and it immediately didn't work. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I then had to go back. And I was back there within half an hour of picking it up. And they're like, I bet you went home, you went straight home and tried it out, didn't you? Or yeah. Do you have another in stock? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I need to get back home and carry on. Like, I need to get it. <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't. I'm like, what? Oh, Are you serious? No. So I had to I had to wait two days for another one to be ordered from another store. Just like, I can't believe this. Oh, this no. is I finally made the decision to spend a little bit of money on myself so I could play this 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 computer game and yeah. That's mad. Wow. That that's is classic. It feels like it feels like that's before that's before Amazon time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean for me definitely it was. I was like, oh no, I won't, I won't bother with Amazon because um, you know, I've got to pay for delivery and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's Wow. It's a different world. It's a different world now, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> So apart from physical controls, what sort of resources do you use when you're in game and even out of game for like, um, you know, when, when you're, when you're trying to figure stuff out or you're trying to plan a route or you're, um, you know, looking for materials, what sort of resources do you tend to to gravitate towards? Um, I'm, I'm one of these strange, strange people that that tries to avoid third party tools at all costs. I really, really, I really try and avoid them. Um, I re- the only time I check something on Anara is if I want like system information. Um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm a BGS player. So for me, I'm like, I need to know a little bit about the systems that we could be expanding into. What's local. Is there anything that we could maybe grab, you know, that kind of thing. And so I might use Anara for that. But right. when it comes to trading, I try and use in-game trading tools where possible. When it comes to, um, Looking at system states, I'll use the galaxy map filters, and I will try and do everything I can in game. And the reason being is that I I typically stream the game if I'm playing it. 
So okay. I, I want to show off what the game does. I don't want to necessarily show off what a third party tool does. I, I'm like, this is the game. Right. This is how you use this in the game. You don't have to rely on third party tools. That said, I always, always use ED engineer. That is my yes. favorite third party tool because it's my shopping list and it tells me exactly what system states to go and get certain bits and bobs in. And yeah. when you're scrounging for pharmaceutical isolators, then you need all the help you can get. Absolutely, yes. you do. Yes. Absolutely, you such do. such a great tool. I, I, I'm very happy to hear you say that. I'm like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a running joke about how much I, um, how much I appreciate ED Engineer. And I, yeah. sw- I, I swear to you, if it wasn't for ED Engineer, none of my ships would be engineered. Yeah. 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 I totally see that. Same. Probably same. It's, uh, it's everything would have just like grade one or grade two rolls on it and yeah, like yeah. just whatever you happen to have the materials in your hold for, which, you know, mm-hmm. iron and copper and, you know, mechanical scrap. That's, that's pretty much it. It's so, it's um, a lot easier than it used to be as well to get a decent engineered ship. I feel like yeah. you know, yeah. now, now you've got a limit you can, you can roll for rather than these mm-hmm. crazy out there, extreme overrolls that you used to be able to get, which yes. I sometimes miss. Yeah, yeah. But I was, sake. I was never lucky enough to get like the one of those god rolls yeah. when I did it, so I definitely don't miss it. But I know, I know a couple of people who have these legacy items on some of their ships that are insane. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would miss is like the ability to have something that's unique to you. That's a specific, overly power powered item. That like you just can't get anymore, you yeah. know. It'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned the that you do. By. You mentioned <laughs> that you do um, a fair amount of BGS, which mm. um, again speaks to me. Um, what yes. would you say your forte was in game? Um, that's oh, that's a good question, that isn't it? No thoughts about it. Um probably trying to find ways around things and that okay. sounds like a not like exploit exploiting stuff but more of find the most efficient way to do something that works for me gotcha because it's all about keeping my interests in elite because you could very easily fall into this pattern in elite dangerous where you start doing things that you don't enjoy in order to progress to where you do want to do something you enjoy Mm-hmm. And that can happen. So BGS, oh my goodness, BGS missions in particular. You know, you, you turn up at a station and all that's there is bloody courier missions. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm in my Corvette today. <laughs> and you want yep. me to do courier missions? It's like rocking up in a tank and someone saying, oh yeah, can you just, um, can you just take this delivery for me? <laughs> like, you can make a nice delivery of some food. It's like, no! Yo! It's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm here to blow stuff up and have fun. So I will always always try and find a way right okay in that case let's switch it up let's go and bounty hunt in another system and bring the vouchers here instead yeah. or you know w- what missions are there that we could do w- you know what way around you know base scan missions no i'm just gonna rock up in my corvette and go nose down to the um Heck to the yeah. beacon scan Heck it and then yeah. leave again <laughs> I, i'm not gonna mess around i'm not gonna be like oh it's time to drive around in our siv and try and work out how we get around this force field nah mate no. i'm just going straight into the top nose to it scan it leave right, we're done here yep. um i don't care if it's illegal i'm never coming back yep. to this place <laughs> not a problem <laughs> Yep. This place will oh, never man. see me again. I've, I've really enjoyed seeing people doing that kind of stuff with, uh, with the Odyssey Alpha too, like kind of going through and looking at 
how can I do things in a way that probably should have been predicted, but wasn't like, for example, um, doing a ground mission and then having your buddy come through with a ship and just fly through the other players as they're coming out of the drop ship and like just obliterate them. And then like, they're all dead next, next drop ship, wait for it to come in, fly through them again. Like what a great mechanic. And also of course they should have known we were going to do that. Like (laughs) we're really dangerous (laughs) pilots. Of course we're going to try and boop individual humans with our Corvette. Like that's, that's a given like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, hundred percent. I there's there's some interesting things in Odyssey where you know you've got a mission to turn up to go there and reactivate somewhere. You're like, okay, cool. Well, I'll I'll go and do that. So you rock up at the place with your power regulator. You go around. You cut your way in. You slam it in. You get the power back on. You know everything powers up. You turn all the fires off. Cool. Your mission's completed. Is it though? Go back to your ship, <laughs> change back into your Maverick suit, and then you just go yep. and cut your way through all of your lockers, open everything, seal everything, then go back mm-hmm. and take your power regulator back and then leave. Yeah. It doesn't yep. matter. It's like, cool, now I have a power regulator, I've completed the mission, and I've, got, and I've done a bunch of scavenging. Absolutely yep. fantastic. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's so cool. So I've I've watched I've watched you do a lot of um a, a lot of stuff like that. Um, uh, I've watched Flintlock Engineering do a lot of stuff like that as well. It's yeah. like pe- people finding the best way. Um, even in the 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 small snapshot of what we have in Odyssey at the moment, um, people finding like the most efficient way to do stuff or the thing that gives them the most joy. It's been really fascinating to watch, especially since I keep absolutely failing every single mission. (laughs) I'm lucky if I get a couple of missions done. (laughs) Yeah, but I've turned, I've decided I'm not very good at Odyssey, but I do like watching other people find ways To do the stuff that they really enjoy doing, even if it's not part of the game. Like it's not, it's not a, you don't get a mission that says power up this station, then steal everything, power it back down and leave. But like, that's fun. You know, that's enjoyable. It's a hundred percent is. And also it's the, uh, it's so cheeky. That's why I like it. Yeah. From a role play point of view, I mean, you only asked me to turn it back on. You just had to stay on. Right. You know, it's kind of like you know. I checked the mission computer. And I've read the contract, and you said, "Turn this back on. Put the fires out." You didn't say right. I could keep everything there. You didn't say I couldn't take whatever I wanted. You didn't say I had to keep it on. You right. said, "Turn it on." You didn't say keep on. You didn't say. You didn't say I couldn't light new fires. I mean, you know, be specific. Like if you yeah. want me to do stuff, like that's what contracts are for. Like, <laughs> Negotiation room. It's like, sorry, instructions weren't clear. Hand stuck in toaster. <laughs> I, you know, I'm on a on a bit of a tangent from that. With regard to the um the ground missions and the fact that you are um your your BGS guy. Um, I'm 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 BGS person too. How do you feel about the length of how how long the ground missions take in comparison to for example? example whacking your corvette nose down scanning a um scanning a beacon and then going back um how do you feel about the length of time that they take and how do you feel like that is going to have an effect on the bgs and i know that is a big question mm. um and one which we probably can't answer but um do you have so any feelings many about that? so many variables when it comes mm. to bgs especially with the mission rewards because not every mission is going to give you the option to have um high number of influence points as a reward yeah. choice because when you're running bgs that's your award that you choose if you're looking to boost a faction. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Right. That's always your right. Well, I'm going to take the number of highest number of influence points I can, take them and run with them. Now, I think one of the one of the issues with the Odyssey missions is there is no mission stacking whatsoever. Yeah. Um, you, you can't take a mission to say raid a settlement and it's one faction that's there and then you pick a massacre mission that goes to the same well, for the same faction because when you yeah. arrive it won't count for both and right. it, it, that's a bit of a shame because there are the options of you go and do a um, a war as part of BGS you go going to hit a conflict zone let me check the station to see if there are any missions there so yeah. where you can get double bubble for your kills you're like oh great you know i'll go pick up that mission and then i'll go do that and then i get my mission points in there as well as well as getting the conflict zone one and it's uh well there's not a huge draw to it but at the same time the fact that you can complete conflict zones on foot in 10 minutes yeah on yeah. your own even a high and that's yeah. that's completely different that's a very it's a very quick quick thing and that's with no engineering and that's with no upgrades not upgrades grade five right. and all of your weapons and your suits and it will be interesting to see how it works mm-hmm. and whether or not they the there's gonna be a lot of testing there's gonna be a lot yeah. of bgs testing yeah. going on when yeah. the full odyssey experience gets released and you can go in and you could be like right we have a control we know no one is coming into this little system because it's a backwater place. There's been no activity for two days. Let's go and see what happens when we go in and we try some stuff out. Yeah. Uh, and from there you can learn. Uh, I think there are so many people who are interested in BGS and the way it works that we should get a ton of information come out. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. when it does, yeah, but- you know, I mean, I'm, I've got a, I have a BGS controller that tells me what to do. And <laughs> right. I was like, right, what am I doing today? What, what should I do on stream? It's like, well, everyone's going to turn up with you. So let's do this thing that never gets done. It's like, cool. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. So we'll be, we're interested to see what happens w- with all that information. Cause yeah. will it matter? You know, will killing yeah. a ship, um, a clean ship cause the same effect as if you kill a clean individual on the ground? Yeah. So I, 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 there's That's a lot really of like, interesting. That's what really, layer? It's super interesting to me. I'm, mm-hmm. I would like, my, my personal concern and um it uh, is how much on foot stuff is going to get done um because the on on foot stuff takes one one would say con- like for example a mission on foot can be take considerably longer than your example of like uh, something that i know incredibly well smashing the nose of a corvette into a settlement and grabbing some data right. that would take considerably longer so i wonder how much on foot stuff is going to get done by people who are wanting those um, wanting to get those lots of influence points and that's the balance that i want to see but i think it's going to go through a couple of phases for sure yeah 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 they're probably going to have to do some tweaking to like to to make it worthwhile to do on stuff Mm -hmm. but to make it at least as viable as doing stuff in your ship for example if i could get a courier mission and be done in 10 minutes versus land and do something on foot that's going to because of the stealth element having to stop and wait and you know not progress until it's clear and you know maybe that takes 30 minutes like is there a way to run a timer in the background that says if you're on a stealth mission and you don't get noticed for 30 minutes that somehow gets you an influence bonus for that mission if you complete the mission in under x number of minutes you know and you're going in to assassinate somebody that gets you an influence like ways to give you yeah um, an equal influence experience, 
even though the time it takes might be drastically different, you know, from doing something in your ship. Either yeah. way, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I know for a fact I'm going to be doing more on foot stuff when it launches and I'm in ship. And yeah. All yeah. my BGS running will be done on foot. And the reason for that being is that it's the new content and yep. I am super interested in it and I want to play yeah. it and I want to get involved in it and I want to experience it. You know, we're waiting years yeah. to run around and get out of your ship. I'm like, well, yeah. now's the time to do it. And it helps the faction at the same time. Yeah, yep. I, agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, it's a win-win. Yeah. It's cool. So speaking of enjoying running around outside of your ship, what is it that you kind of talked about? What are you, what are you best at? What is it that you enjoy doing the most when you play elite? Pew pew. Combat has mm-hmm. always been my favorite. Um, I wish yeah. I was better at PVP. I wish I could get my head around it, <laughs> but I can't. I've tried. Same. I've tried. Same. And um, I can really appreciate the skill that goes into it. It's a completely different way of flying. Because PVE yeah. is just get your time on target, deal as much damage as possible. Typically, you're engineered up to the gills, so you don't need to worry about taking any damage or anything. You're like, ah, oh, I'll be fine. Right. Um, right. But PVP is a completely different experience. And yeah. say that's something I wish I had the patience to get good at. But yeah. I don't have the interest in it in Elite. Yeah. But I do yeah. like PVP in other games. So it's yeah. a very weird thing, you know? Mm. Um, play a lot of Conan Exiles or did play a lot of Conan Exiles and nothing was sweeter than blowing up someone's base they had clearly spent months building <laughs> and I couldn't and it was awful like I'm going to break in I'm going to steal all their stuff and that's yeah. what I'm going to do and you know you you steal a fish out of one of my traps and I'm going to end your world you know yeah, I'm, exactly. but, then, but then in Elite it's like ah oh, play is a bit of a care bear no I'm just not interested that's the distinct mm-hmm. difference like, I go and give it a go um but I do like the idea of flying around in an overpowered spaceship, um, especially the Corvette ramming into people. Yeah. Call it the plate of maneuver where you ram into someone, preferably you kind of, you t- your T-bone their, uh, their ship, and then you just hold down both fire buttons and watch them disappear. <laughs> that's the way to do it. If you can get slam them into a rocket at the same time, that's, that's a double win. <laughs> nice. Nice. I need to work on the plater maneuver. I don't think I don't think I've tried that one yet. But boy, does it sound like a lot of fun! <laughs> I can recommend it if you have frags. Ooh, well, yeah. If you've got frag cannons, then you're on for you're, you're definitely on for a win because that's exactly Thanks. where you want to be, right on top of someone. I've had the plater maneuver done to me. I've never executed it myself. That's uh. That's something that I'm going to have to try. Yeah, you should write that down. Make note. Do the <laughs> placer maneuver. Yep. So oh, nice. um, you you mentioned it's it, you don't um, you want to do more PvP. Um, is there anything else that you don't participate in that you would like to, or is it just PvP that is the one thing that you you'd like to get involved with? Um, I with, with the PvP thing, it's very much like a. I wish I had the motivation to do it. Yeah, but I don't, and that is okay. Um, I'm I'm pretty com- I'm pretty competitive. And right. if I lose lots, I get pretty salty. Um, <laughs> I, I yep. get, I get, I get mad and I don't need, I don't need that. So I, I'm kind of okay with the PVP bit being like a, I can appreciate the skill. I can leave people who are more interested into it. The only thing that I wish that I could do more of is sightseeing. 
okay. is really going around and visiting. And that's completely opposite spectrum to PvP, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. And that's to go around and look at some of these really nice, these, these nice nebulas and um, head back into the centre. Because I've been to Sagittarius A once. I've been to Colonia once. And along the way, I had great fun. And this was all part of the Dove Enigma expedition a few years back. And I thought, okay, that's yeah. absolutely brilliant. And headed out there, saw these sites, had a great, great time with everyone. And then I've just never done it since. It's like, wow, I really mm. enjoyed that. That was great fun. That would be a cool thing to then go and do again and be involved in again. Uh, but it's taking that, taking that step away from the bubble where yeah. my faction is based it's that kind of yeah i mean i've yeah. got i've got two accounts that i could potentially go and you know leave one one in the bubble and one taken out but then i'm like well if i take my main out into the bubble yeah i get all my name on all of these new stars and new places i might find yeah but then i've not got my super overpowered ships there that i guess mm-hmm. do lots yeah. of quick bgs in but then if i take the alt account then i've got a random name going on them yeah. and not my real name that is the FOMO that I, I, I talk about all the time yes. because it's, it's all well and good going, oh, I could take an alt account out to do the exploration, but then it's not your name on the planets. But then, yeah, people are, people would recognize Psykit or Plater or Mal for the win on a planet, but they're not going to recognize something like Bobblehead69 as being me. <laughs> How you know? do you know it's my like, alt? <laughs> 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 like... Yeah, FOMO at its best yeah. in space. Yeah, yeah, it really is, and I, I balance it by just not bothering to yeah. either things. <laughs> There's there is an easy. There, well, no, it's not an easy solution, but there is a solution for that, and it comes back to something that we've talked about on streams, on podcast, on Reddit. Like all of us who are commanders have discussed this. If I had an account through frontier called mal for the win um and i had rolled up under that account all of my commanders and alt commanders on playstation xbox and pc if they all rolled up to that main account put my main account name on everything i discovered regardless of what system or what commander i log into that's some crazy talk mal i know right it makes so much sense it would never work it would never work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep it's it's just that account management part because we know the the back end the bgs we're all playing the same server regardless of platform and regardless of commander like what i do on playstation affects the galaxy in the other two platforms right because mm-hmm. it's it's that one persistent background system right so that part's easy it's just the how do we get everyone's accounts to roll up to a quote-unquote primary or main account the nice thing about that is then it would also give uh, give Frontier the option to give us things like account-bound items or account-bound drops that you could get that, you know, purple flight suit. If you get it watching Twitch, it would per- propagate to all your alts as well. Mm. Anyway, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so, so note, Mal has a wish list that he wants to do in Elite. Uh-huh. That is correct. And that's pretty much all there is on my wish list. It's like master account level stuff. That's pretty much it. I'm happy with almost everything else. Like and the and the canopy on the chieftain, but we already talked about that. So, um you would uh you had mentioned minor faction. Um would you would you like to talk about um any squadron or minor faction or 
uh, systems that you might uh, you might con- consider aligning yourself with in game. <laughs> um, well, as a, as a BGS player, I actually am a leader of a, of a player minor faction. Uh, and we are named Ployd, which is why on stream sometimes people will see that I have Ployd on my mm-hmm. uh, as bobbleheads on my dashboard. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Ployd is a bit of a bit of a backronym. Um, and there's there's a story behind it where really originally when Thargoids first started popping up, my chat decided that I was a Thargoid in disguise. And it became <laughs> Plater as a Thargoid, which became shortened down to Ployd. And it became this weird nickname, Ployd. I was like, well, what, what am I doing with this? How, how can I get away from this Thargoid malarkey? Because I want to kill Thargoids. So <laughs> right. it's a bit like, well, no one's going to... Obviously, you know, a Thargoid in disguise would say something like he wants to kill Thargoids, wouldn't he? But anyway, right. <laughs> um, we decided to put a faction. We decided to put a request in for a faction in the game. And we were kind of weighing up what names and um, you know, what we're going to come up with. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we get ployed in the description somewhere? And, and so we went, oh, yeah, how would we do that? I went, oh, mm-hmm. present leader of independent dictatorship, ployed. Oh. And it was there. And from there, it kind of... it. <laughs> Somewhere along the application process, things got a bit muddled, and Ployd became the faction name. Okay. <laughs> so I, I didn't do the application, so I'm uh, someone else did. Um, and so suddenly we had a faction called Ployd, and we're like, how are we going to make this work? How are we going to embrace this? So the entire right. faction is the present leader of independent dictatorship. That's <laughs> it. Okay, well, in that case, he is Ployd. He is right. everything. And it became this weird thing that he, like, it's, it's a cult. It's a bit like a cult. Right. Um, but when we do cult, we mostly cult at night. Right. Mostly. And it was like a, that's a good idea. We'll keep it and we run with it. And then we, people were like, yes, we're going to take over the next system for the glory of the Ployd. Hail the Ployd. <laughs> came out. I was like, oh my goodness, this is happening. <laughs> this is really weird. Uh, and before we know it, we've got, We've got like 30 systems under our control. And I'm like, oh God, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> and then it kind of reinforces yeah. the joke of like, where did the ploy come from? And there's, uh, you know, command, Commander Scorpius, um, Tejan Starstone and Commander Machine. They were all doing this machinima um, for Elite Dangerous. And I kind of got dragged into it. Um, as the, what about, <laughs> do you want to be the character of the ploy in it? I was like, okay, cool. Well, you need to have me wearing a gold suit though, a gold flight suit. <laughs> and... I was like, why? Because I always fly gold Corvette. That's my thing. It's a gold Corvette. I've got a gold member. I've got a gold Aspect Explorer. They're the only three ships I really fly. So we have to have gold in there somewhere. So suddenly we've got this gold flight suit and he's an absolute a-hole. He's like, I kind of met someone. I go, hmm, you didn't bow. Yeah. I didn't say hello back. (laughs) Then you go, oh yes, hello, hello, Ployd. You didn't bow. Hmm. Noted. It's kind of like, okay. <laughs> but then at the same time, um, my headcanon says that he, the Ployd, is also kind of a little bit trapped by his worshippers, right. where he's like, oh, hello, welcome to my court. You'll witness that everything is gold. Help get me out of here that I'm trapped. And you'll notice that <laughs> they think I'm a god, but I'm not. Uh, and stuff like that. It's like, they won't let me bathe myself. And it's just that kind of like little weird off-camera whispers that would be a, you've got to get me out of here now. But then other times he really believes it. 
Right. And I liken it back to um, quite quite an old movie called um, The Man Who Would Be King, uh, which yes. is Sean Connery yeah. and Michael Caine, um, mm-hmm. who, and Sean Connery is a accidentally being elevated to godhood because he got hit with an arrow but it hit one part of his equipment and so they yeah. think he's a god and i like that that is my character right there all i have to do is hope i don't meet the uh meet the same end that he did yes yeah that is whereabouts such are, whereabouts a- are you guys based um hiller okay um, which is it's a bit of a backwater planet well planetary system it's uh not very large. Um, we, we are measured in the, um, I think it was 4.3 million subjects there. And mm-hmm. it's only 63 light years from Shingata, which is quite nice. So it's, it's quite a handy oh, old nice. spot. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a very special place um, for me now because uh, there's also a station in there called Plato's Tyranny, mm-hmm. yep. which has, again, a fantastic story behind, which was, um, you know, I've... I've went to Frontier for a visit. They invited me there. Um, I went with Commander Scorpius. It's just me and him. I spent the whole day with Zach Antonacci and Adam Woods being shown all the new stuff that was coming back in the mining update. It was in the exploration update. And they pounced on me. I went, by the way, here are the sound people, um, Joe and, and, and Paola, that they're going to be spending some time with you today because you're going to be recording some voice lines for a station that you get to pick the name for and choose where it's going to be. Wow. And my mind was blown. Yeah. I was just absolutely, absolutely stunned by it. And as we're recording these lines, they're getting hammier and hammier as we go um, (laughs) to the point where it's kind of like a, uh, remember commanders, do not deploy hard points in my station. My turrets are bigger than yours and stuff like that. (laughs) It's like, wow. Okay. And it's like, please refrain from practicing a flight assist off docking in my station. And it became my station, not just the station or Plato's Tyranny. It became my station, my space, <laughs> ployed space. And talking about things that way is, is the, the, the longer we went on. And then we're like, okay, yeah, well, can we have, can we have Plato's Tyranny as a station? Like, yes, yes, we can. It's like, and pick the name and that was it. And that's how, how that was born. Nuts. That is amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. How did I not even know that that existed? I, mean, I want to go and visit it now. <laughs> I have I have been there once. I forget what I was doing. We were doing something. It may have been, it may have been during Plater. It may have been during your twenty four hour um one of your twenty four hour charity things where me and some of the dogs allure and then a bunch of other people all ended up at Plater's tyranny for, for uh, something you were doing in game. I know that we were, we were having the, the final send off. I think it was because yeah. like the, we're doing the end and I come in, I'm going to dock and um, you know, just everyone suicided. <laughs> everyone yes. suicided. Yes, that was it. That this isn't like a cult at all, is it? Not even a little bit. No. That was it. That was exactly it. Everybody, bring a ship that you don't mind destroying. That was it. So everyone, everyone, everyone attacked the station at the same time. It's like, oh God, it's happened. Yep. yep. It was fantastic. Um, so when you're playing, if you run into trouble in game, um, regardless of what kind of trouble it is, like either logistic or informational or whatever, who is it that you typically turn to for help? Uh, my community, actually. Uh, we've got a really good, good, sensible bunch of people um, 
in my community and I'll be like a right trying to work this one out I'll ask a question and inevitably you will get a bunch of incorrect answers and then the the correct one will turn up and will and will be there and you're like yes thought so because the best way to get the answer to answer to something is give the wrong one yes Uh, you know if in doubt on the internet if you want to know the right answer just state a wrong one and you'll notice a trend pops up (laughs) everyone will correct (laughs) it and then you know (laughs) this is true there's a a lot of truth to this uh also to get to get more corrections also be female that really helps i've heard (laughs) (laughs) oh really oh i'm sure you do feel that way no it's like come on like why are we not past that yet (laughs) brilliant what would you say um is your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that's happened to you in elite um besides the mentioning the visit to frontier but besides that the was, moment, was, if it's just that that's pretty up there isn't it i mean i yeah, it absolutely that's, that's is it would to, be for me um, but yeah. I, I will say that like the, one of the most memorable things that happened is we actually had a community meetup um a couple of years ago and okay. for, anyone, for, for anyone that doesn't know i um i have cancer um it is incurable um and i'm kind of uh, it's <laughs> i'd just been through chemotherapy at the time and this is back in 2018 yeah mm. 2018 um we decided to arrange it as soon as i'd finished chemotherapy and i knew i'd be strong enough i was like right we're gonna get everyone to london and we're going to a pub and we're having beers and burgers. I'm not buying either, nice. but we're having beers and burgers <laughs> and we're all having them. And um, honestly, I thought maybe five or six people would turn up. Had 25 people turn up, which wow. was, to me was absolutely insane. And um, a couple came from over from Germany. This nice. is people from a different country. You know, they've they've flown here. This is crazy, and just had the most amazing evening. And it was it was the first time that I'd felt like a normal person for such a long time. Uh, um, yeah. You know, I, I'd, I'd done six cycles of chemotherapy, and <laughs> after being told I had months to live, so I was like, "Oh my god!" Right. Well, here we are. Um, check check the calendar. Yeah, I should be able to drink by then. Yeah. and then and then proceed to drink for 10 hours and and eat burgers and just have a really good time with people who i'd only ever spoken to on the internet but then i was like yeah. these, are, these are my friends these people are my friends and that was really that was yeah. a really great experience and we've yeah. actually done two of those meetups now and one time we had someone come over from texas Wow. Such, wow. An, such an awesome thing that, you know, you can bring people together from all over. Mm-hmm. And the thing we, the one thing we have in common is gaming, but it also turns out yeah. it's burgers and beers. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you can't get much wrong, can you? Not really. No, <laughs> no definitely not. And we were planning another one. And then obviously uh, the world went into lockdown, didn't it? So a bit of a shame. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But there will be well, another one. As soon one. as they quit doing that COVID thing again, <laughs> it would be nice to have another meetup. Absolutely. For sure. I'll come. I'll fly over. I'll be wicked. I don't you care. Better. I don't care. <laughs> you, you said it on the internet now, which means it must be true. Yeah. That's yeah, right. No, no and if it's not, things. somebody will hop on and correct us because yeah, exactly. we've already said that that's the way the internet works. <laughs> 
what is it that keeps you um, logging back in to Elite Dangerous? Um, it's always it's always a funny one that because sometimes I sit there and I look at Elite and I look at the gameplay and I'm like, why do I play this? Uh, why do why the hell do I play Elite sometimes? Because certain things take ages, some things are a little bit frustrating, and uh, and then before I know it, I'm loading it up again. So what am I yeah. doing? Is that, am I addicted to this? Is this is this <laughs> a healthy addiction I've got to Elite Dangerous now? And it's slowly what I realise is that community is a really big part of it, right? Uh, especially with the, the streaming and the um, and the YouTube videos, they are really a driving force behind me playing Elite, but not in a oh, I need to go make some money off this game kind of way but more of like a i enjoy talking about games i do enjoy playing games but imagine mm-hmm. talking about a game whilst playing a game with yeah. hundreds of people at the same time that is brilliant yeah and yeah. it's very much that like i typically don't play elite unless i'm streaming it and the reason why is that that stops me from burning out on elite because yeah. for a while it was the only game i played and streamed so all I was doing was playing Elite, streaming Elite, playing Elite, streaming Elite, and I burnt myself out really badly. And now I'm like, well, no, I, I want to actually enjoy it when I play it, and I want to in- enjoy a game I'm streaming, so I'll do that. Yeah. And it's great. It's absolutely fantastic to talk about it. And like I say, I'm full of opinions. Not all of them everyone agrees with, um, but I'm right. certainly full of them. So <laughs> it, my wife has no interest in Elite Dangerous, and I can't talk to her about it really because right. um, I see her glaze over, and I'm like, oh no, I've lost her. Okay, yeah. cool. I need to talk to people who understand it now. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I think that I think so. The community side of things, and the talking about it, and the being active, um, active discussions are really the thing yeah. that keeps me going. I, I, I'm. I think when Odyssey comes in and launches, the new gameplay will be the thing that has me loading up and getting involved for sure. Um, I've always said that when Odyssey comes out, I'm only going to be doing the conflict zones in open. All the other stuff on foot will always be in open. And I can't not be the person with all the fully upgraded gear. Right. So I'm going to be on an absolute mission to get grade five weaponry, grade five suits, max engineering. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to wreck people. <laughs> so that will be my big driving force playing late um, from the 19th of May. Fair. It's, it's going to be the, the on-foot equivalent of ramming the Corvette up against someone and just unloading all the frag cannons. It'll be run up to them, stand on their chest to point the weapon down at them and just empty the clip. Well, plasma shotguns. Just oh, saying. Man. This is my boomstick. That's uh, so it's going to be that straight in there. Yep. Bomb! Like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Can't wait. Two different modes. I will have two yep. primary weapons, a plasma shotgun and a plasma sniper rifle. There will be yep. no in-between. Yeah. Yep. There's no, yeah. I'm either sneaking up behind you with a shotgun and just bam, 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 or I'm seven miles away and you will never know I was there. Yep. The best way to be on foot and do combat. Hmm. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Thinking back on all of your time um, playing Elite, um, if you could go back to your very first day and give brand new Commander Plater 
one piece of advice, what bit of advice would you give him? Fuel scoops. <laughs> Fuel scoops would be it. Yeah, that, that's that's. I, I I don't think much more explanation needs. Nope. To be said, that's. Uh, <laughs> Fuel scoops, bro. Use them. Fuel scoops, yep. bro. I love don't be, it. Don't be scared of them. <laughs> yep. It's a good thing. No, I'll just dock everywhere. I'll just dock whenever I can. I'll just dock. I'll just dock and top up. I'll just dock and top up. It's fine. No, no. Just use a fuel scoop. No, no. <laughs> but I could just dock somewhere that I've no. not been before and it'd be more interesting. <laughs> Trust me. When you, when you stop thinking 20 light years is a long, long distance, you're going to want oh, this yeah. fuel scoop. Wait, yep. 20 light years is a long distance. Yeah, relatively speaking now, for you as a human being, yes, it is. But trust me, you're going to be in a ship soon that's going to do three times that easily. Yep. So, nah, I don't believe you. So, and I know what I'd be like. That's exactly what I'd be like, me in the past. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> You'd be right. You must, you're, you're not thinking of something. Yep. Yep. You're an old man. God. <laughs> So much time wasted docking at stations and leaving again. <laughs> so much time. Um, we've talked a little bit about Odyssey. So, is there anything else uh, coming up on the nineteenth that either we know about and you're just really excited for, or you're hoping they drop in as like a oh surprise? Here's an extra feature um, when when we finally get to do full galaxy wide Odyssey. Um. I think it has to be first person Thargoid combat. Mm-hmm. I, I want oh, it. Yeah. My body is ready. Yes. You know, I want to, I want to have that whole, you know, moving out. I want this operation to go by the numbers aliens feel and you go in and it suddenly everything goes wrong and you're like, Marines, we are leaving. And I want to have that feeling to it. And I yes. know it can work and I know it can happen. Like, yep. I just want it, but there's been, there's been very little, hint that that yes. will be a thing um i i know that there's uh, there's some some data mining being done and i'm dead against data right. mining yeah um, yeah I, I think it's like picking it he's peeking at christmas presents but you don't know if they're yeah. yours or not and then you yeah. get disappointed right. Right. when they're not yep. and it's like well well done now you're upset about something that was never going to happen never but a you're not, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that kills me. It's, yes. it's, it's, yes. Oh, it's like, don't do it. And, yep. um, there has been some, some, some hints that that might be a thing, but until right. I see it and until I'm doing yep. it, um, I, I don't think it is. It's kind of like All a, it is is wishful thinking. Yeah. 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 For, for me, it's, I, I get the same way. Like when, when people get so bent out of shape over data mining or rumors and they're like, but it didn't happen. It's like, Yes, but they didn't tell you it was going to like yeah. you were expecting something that was a red herring the whole time. Like and you, you, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Now, that being that being said, they also Frontier is typically pretty good about saying, no, absolutely not. That's not going to be a thing. And they haven't said that, which means there's always hope. There's hope for Thargoid on foot combat because they haven't said you will never see a Thargoid in this game. You know, I'm just, that's what gives me hope is that they haven't straight out said you're absolutely wrong and that will never happen. Yeah. And it's a logical progression. Yeah. You absolutely. Know, they yes, have said on numerous occasions that we're going to be taking the in-ship stuff and translating it down onto planetary surface. And you're like, cool. Well, we have bounty hunting. We have mass commissions. Yeah. We've got conflict zones. Thargoids. 
that, yep. that's like the if you're looking at the different combat options yep. you've got Thargoids it has to it, logically it has to be in there for, for me and, also and it feels like they've they've been conspicuously absent more than yes. they've just not talked yeah. about them mm. they, they, it's been it's been full radio silence and that to me yeah. is like okay we're hiding this yeah. or we're we're keeping this from you until um we can um we can put that into the narrative properly and they're gearing up to it yep and they've said they have two years worth of narrative written yeah so there's plenty of time yeah and it would make perfect sense for them to not want to to kind of drop that hammer yet if it's going to be something that pops up later on you know Mm. if it's chapter two chapter three chapter four of odyssey a year and a half down the road like I'm I'm good with waiting if if it's done right, you know. Yeah, yeah. and this thing, if it's done right, is always this big if. Yeah, yeah. God, it needs to be. There's something you've got to nail. This would have to be it, yeah. and it would have to be done in such a way that it is like a you need people to be epically owned by Thargoids mm-hmm. when you first bump into them. Yes. Um, yeah, I've got in my head as well, like um. You know, I dip in and out of the Warhammer franchise sometimes, and I'm, yeah. you know, it's Tyranids, that kind of, the, the Xeno scum, and I just want to see yes. blades, and I want to see bioweaponry, and, but it needs yeah. to be quick, it needs to be someone sees it, and you're dead, and you get eliminated, because we're not quite ready yet, we know it's going to happen, yes. so that when yep. 20 commanders all turn up and try and take a one, just one, on their own, like, yeah, they get it, but it's an epic battle, I, yeah. I need it to be this next level of first person combat yeah it needs to be so difficult and there needs to be no way to be successful that first yeah. time out that's that's very true and to to come back to what you were saying earlier it needs to be an aliens moment where you know they you just start random firing in every direction and you know people are like you know like it needs to be absolute insanity and then when you're done you just all get on discord and go what just happened yeah (laughs) yeah it it, it needs to be that and thing is me being me saying this like oh it needs to be that way it needs to be i'm overhyping myself and that is a huge mistake Mm. that's a huge huge mistake and i know this and i you know what i'm i've got this idea in my head what i want i probably want a different game you know knowing that i probably want a different game that's probably what i want and then what i'm going to get will be the elite dangerous version of this so it right. probably will be a little bit calmer a little bit more refined and yeah. um you know i'll be able to work out the game mechanics reasonably quickly or see how it translates right. um, but if we do suddenly get guardian hand weaponry that is only good against goids i will yes. be miffed i will be miffed i'll be yeah. unimpressed with that yeah yep yeah i feel like the 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 potential there is to have on foot thargoid combat feel as good because because my favorite combat in elite dangerous right now is thargoid combat because the mechanics are so interesting and the fights are so interesting and every time i drop in i never know whether it's going to be an interceptor with a bad attitude or one that's just kind of like i don't really care if i'm here or not like each fight feels different and unique to me like it's mm. never the same fight, but dropping into a combat zone. Yeah. All those NPCs kind of feel like, you know, they're, they're all kind of clones of some sort of AI, but Thargoid fights don't feel like that's what I hope for 
out of on foot Thargoid combat is for it to feel as cool and different and interesting as it does in ships. Agreed. Yeah. And we we talked about this a little um a little bit earlier, but what can we what can we expect from Commander Plater in Elite Dangerous going forward? Make, make sure you bow when you say that. I mean, oh yeah, Floyd. no, the the Floyd. Yeah. Sorry, Harold yeah. <laughs> 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 Floyd. Like, if, if in doubt, show, you know, just randomly in the middle of sentences works. Okay. It's, uh, it's like, well, calm, calm, calm it down. Um, we don't do that here. It's like um, I think for me, Odyssey is going to be quite a big turning point in the gameplay that I engage in in Lead yeah. Dangerous. I, I'm happy to say that, yeah, I'm still going to want to fly my ship sometimes, but I, there are so many planet surfaces to run around and explore and all these new points of interest that you can find on planets. Um, I need to see them all. I need to see these crashed SRVs. I need to see these crashed ships. Um, I need to go and find these random data points and I need to go and do all of these new things and experience yeah. it on foot. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to have to do that. Like, I'm going to spend a lot of time just exploring on foot, checking out different spots. And the plant life side of things isn't hugely exciting to me. Um, I don't think it's the kind of gameplay that I would necessarily engage in because it's not really um, got a huge skill gate to it at all. Um, you know, e- even before the removal of the mini game, that's not that's not. Sc- Skill timing and mm-hmm. skill was something different, and that was yeah. raw timing. And yeah. you know, I would be more interested in some skill skill based gameplay. So I'm probably not going to be touching yeah. that, especially now. It's just point and click, right. point and click, relying on you finding the right thing whilst running around on a planet. Uh, just <laughs> it's a bit weak, <laughs> bit weak source. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to not be doing that. But this yeah. this on foot combat stuff, I think people are going to be seeing me playing a lot of on foot combat a lot yeah yeah um one of the other things that we talked about or that we kind of mentioned in passing or or hinted at were 24-hour streams and you mentioned Mm. you mentioned your cancer um i know you do a lot of charity work too and you Mm. use um elite dangerous and your chair your uh your live streams to kind of like uh generate donations and uh and you know help out some of the organizations that that you that are important to you being in your kind of unique position. Um, could you talk about that for, for a few minutes? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, I mean, I was diagnosed with uh, follicular thyroid cancer in 2016. Uh, I went in for what was thought to be a routine um, operation to remove a polynodule goiter. Um, six weeks later, find out it's cancer. Um, then two years after that, um, after being treated for two years, uh, it turns out it mutated into something called anaplastic thyroid cancer, uh, which is like, not only the deadliest of the thyroid cancers, it's one of the deadliest of all cancers. The typical five-year survival rate is 3%. Um, so that is three out of 100 people make it to five years post-diagnosis. And right. it's um, it's aggressive. It's normally found late as well, which is one of the problems. Um, mm-hmm. Mine was kind of found because I was already getting treatment. But throughout all of that time, I referred a lot to the British Thyroid Foundation uh, for a source of information. They're, they're a, obviously a UK-based charity, and they provide a lot of information regarding thyroid conditions, not just cancer. So um, overactive, underactive, Graves' disease, um, 
And then obviously your, your, your different types of thyroid cancer in there. And I chose them as my charity. And I, I thought, you know what? They were the first place I found. They gave me lots of clear information. I am going to do a fundraiser for them because I feel like I'm in a position where I can be honest with everybody about who I am as an individual. Because before I kept this Commander Plater and Joe very, very separate on the internet. Right. And right. I started vlogging about cancer. And mm-hmm. I was like, well... I've not got a huge amount of traction there, but then I have thousands of subscribers over here on YouTube. I was like, what if, is there something that I can do? What if I do a charity live stream? I thought, yeah. I can do 24 hours. That was what I thought. I, I can stay up. I can stay awake playing Elite Dangerous for 24 hours. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought I could do that. What an idiot. Like, what an absolute idiot. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And I did it once and it was a great success. And, you know, we raised kind of three and a half thousand pounds. So I was like, cool you know what awesome. i'll do another one next year right that year came around i did it again and raised eight and a half thousand pounds i'm like that is wow that's mental that's absolutely crazy so then yeah. it comes around and i'm like right i've probably got one more in me and this was after i'd had the um, the anaplastic diagnosis i was like i've probably got one more in me um right. i had i'd completed uh, chemotherapy and i was like cool i've got this time where i'm not on treatment i am just essentially living life and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna freaking go for it and i did it and i did this 24 hours and called it challenge plater um mm-hmm. and over the course of these 24 hours i was joined by loads of different content creators um you know ranging from all across the community um you know loads and loads of different people um you know, I was joined by the Burrs, um, which was great fun. I'd never spoken to them before, before that day. And they were yeah. the first people to join me. And they said, this great set of challenges and this um, this mystery thing to go and solve and lots of clues. It's fantastic. And um, I was joined by Drew Wagar as well. Um, and even Yamix joined in. He, he had a really bad cold. It sounded miserable, but he turned up. So, you know, he turned up and set me an awful challenge to go try and... Um, try and pirate people in open in a dolphin called Jar Jar <laughs> so that was cool but yeah like you know loads of people from the community turned up and um, you know I was seen across the line by um, by like 500 people watching and yeah. and I was in voice with loads of people and you know, by that point I'd been awake for over 24 hours and I said this is, this is, this is nuts this is actually can't believe I've managed to do this and then um, yeah. my mum came into chat and she said, she, well, not voice chat, but in, but in text. And she just said, it's mad to think that this time last year, we were worried that you couldn't, that you wouldn't be able to talk ever again. And he were mm-hmm. having spoken constantly for 24 hours. And I was like, yeah. oh God, my heart. Why did you yeah. do that? Yeah. Like, mm, don't react yeah. to it. Don't read it out loud. Don't say you've seen it. Because <laughs> when you get that tired and you've done something like this where it's just gone, everything has gone perfectly. There wasn't a single yeah. thing that went wrong, no tech issues. Um, and, you know, I was just like, this, is, this has worked. We've raised a crap ton of money. And oh, it's like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Oh, no. And then it's I did, so you know, I, ah, I cried at the end of the stream. Oh. So what? But like, I did, you know, I kind of had this, yep. this emotional talk with everyone and say, look, you know, I, I don't know how much time I've got. I don't know how long I'll be here for, but I do hope I'm here for as long as I can be. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I ended the stream. I got contacted by the British Science Foundation. They say, we watched it. Yeah. We saw it. We think you're incredible. And they want to do something for you. I'm like, okay. 
And then they announced they've done a research award named yeah. the Joe Plater Research Award. And it was available, um, I think they closed, closed the availability mid-April. So they're kind of picking the, the project they want to work on. Uh, it's £20,000 to go towards a project spe- uh, specifically to help and benefit the diagnosis and treatment of thyroid cancer. And it's great to know that, you know, I've raised about £20,000 and all of it, all of that is going into researching this horrible disease. And that's yeah. like, cool, that's a thing. That's fantastic. That's a really cool thing. And that is yeah. like one of those moments where you're like, huh, did good. You know, yeah. I did a good thing. And it's, it's, it's a bit of a legacy, which is the kind of the, all you really have at the end of the day. You know, it's, can't take any stuff with you, but what you can leave behind is this thing that hopefully will help yeah. thousands of people. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. British Thyroid Foundation, fantastic people, lots of, lots of good information, small charity have benefited a lot from support. Um, especially during the pandemic, they, they they've been in need because mm. lots and lots of people have been out of work or struggling with, um, you know, reduced income. Um, so they mm. are in need. Shameless plug for a charity there. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll include, we'll put in the show notes, we'll put a link to, um, to the, uh, British thyroid foundation and to the specific page for the, uh, Joe Plater BPF, uh, thyroid cancer research award so that people can get there and, and see it and, um, get some information, make sure they know what's going on. Um, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you play anything when you're not playing elite? On a lighter note. <laughs> yeah, I, it's so heavy. It's such a difficult thing to be light about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah, do my damnedest so, best. It's so wonderful. Just to clarify, yeah. that was a terrible segue, but what, what you what you have done is so amazing and you're an absolute inspiration. And yeah. I cannot, cannot thank you for all of the work that you do enough. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. what do you play when you're not playing elite? <laughs> well... Um, I am a fan of the real-time strategy game from 1998, StarCraft. Wow. Oh, yes. And I'm not very good at it, but I can tell you that I was a lot worse at it this time last year. Um, I I have a group of friends um, that I went to university with, and we we used to play StarCraft on LAN in their house. Um at the time, I was dating one of their housemates, and I used, I used to sit on the stairs with my laptop on my knee, trying to play StarCraft. Yeah. And um, that was, you know, back when computer screens were square. Because they yeah. did. They used to be square, which is crazy to think about. Um, especially laptops being square. That's weird. So, yeah. you know, used to do that. And um, we then kind of like went. Oh, we should. We're, we're well, well overdue a meet up. We haven't seen each other for ages because of COVID, and we're not likely to be able to see each other for COVID. Um, so, you know, we had a had a Facebook call and we had a general chat. And we, it's like you do you do know that StarCraft is free to download, and we can play it together. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness! Call ends. Everyone downloads it immediately. We're back on um, yep. back on the internet, and we're playing StarCraft <laughs> against each other. And I was useless. I was easily the worst member of our group. It's four of us, and it was uh, it was ranked by um, by kind of like who 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 well where we were playing wise, and it was my friend um, 
uh, called This Is Jimmy. He was a top one. Then this guy called Uthred, and then uh, Beer Baron, and then me as as Commander Plater. There I am, bottom of the barrel, not very good at StarCraft at all. And I'm happy to say I am now the strongest player in our group. So I've improved a lot, which, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't really have much of a direction to go apart from up. So, (laughs) but I, I've I've really, really enjoyed it. I've seen, it's, it's actually the only content on YouTube around gaming that I watch now is like these StarCraft casts. And I'm watching pro players from Korea play and these tournaments. And it's incredible to watch the things they do. And you try and emulate it and you just lose your entire army because you're actually not as good as them. But you think, I can do that. And then you look at the practicalities of trying to do it and you realize that you you haven't been practicing your entire life to win this tournament and they have been you know it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, proper proper into it um, and i was like looking at tactics looking at build orders um playing online against random people to try and learn from them and you know i had one guy actually stop and go i'm like look you've beaten me can i have some advice he's like yeah sure like, wow a nice person on the internet in a competitive <laughs> player versus player game and he right. stopped and he gave me some advice. And immediately from then, my game started turning around. I started going on the app and I'm like, yeah. And now nice. what we do is, you know, we play you know, two or three times a week. Um, me and my friend, this is Jimmy. And we, that's his username. That isn't actually his full name for anyone wondering. It's, <laughs> it's really important. Um, and we play against each other. And for a while, we got to the point where he couldn't beat me. Um, and then suddenly he went this this bit where he just, tore me to pieces i'm like how's he doing that and then i switched up what i was doing after watching a couple of these casts and i'm like yeah i'll do that try out some tactics can't beat me now can't beat me to the point i get the silent treatment after we play oh wow nice so um but yeah i get when i lose i get really salty in um in starcraft um especially if you pick on the fact that i'm not very good i "I know i'm not very good (laughs) like there's no there's it's not impressive you've beaten me it's just annoying for me because I didn't learn anything. So right. It's a ha ha, you're a noob. I know. That's why the game was called Noobs Only, but you joined and you weren't a noob. And uh, I get into that. But yeah, Star- StarCraft, um, StarCraft 2 as well. I played with my brother and, um, and his family. They live in New Zealand. And um, I tore them to pieces and we haven't played since. So it's kind of like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not actually that good. I just know a lot about what I'm trying to do to make it work. Just in case anyone's like, one of you won me, bro. Like, no, you win. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I think that's all for our regular questions, but we do have a lightning round that we Ooh. like to throw okay. in at the end towards fun. It's basically a bunch of short answer, quick as possible, elite dangerous related questions. Um, the goal is to answer as quickly, quickly and accurately as possible, accurate in inverted commas. So um, <laughs> if you are ready, bring it. Yeah. Right. What's your favorite ship? Corvette. Least favorite ship? Asp Scout. What's the best ship? Anaconda. What's the worst ship? 
Uh, oh, mm. ah, type seven. What is your favorite station? Plato's Tyranny. What is your favorite system? Hilla. Nice. True or false? There's a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. True. Do you like <laughs> Do you like engineered or vanilla modules in your ship? Engineered. Alliance, Federation, Indi- uh, Empire, or Independent? Independent. Who is your favorite power play leader? Mm, Hudson. If you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you just blow yourself up? Blow myself up. Too embarrassed. <laughs> if you have low hull, do you call the hole seals? Do you keep going and hope for the best or do you blow yourself up? Hope for the best. True or false? There's a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. <laughs> false. <laughs> Argoids. Friend, foe, or undetermined? Foe. And finally, flight assist on or off? Toggled. Toggled. Toggled, we can take take Toggled. (laughs) It was going so well when you said that the favourite ship was the Corvette and your least favourite ship was the Astrogout. And then then you said that the best ship was the Anaconda and my whole body went, no! It It unfortunately is the best ship, though. That's the the problem, isn't it? It's like, oh... It's like vanilla ice cream, isn't it? Yeah. It just it's it's exactly what you want for you know yeah. if you need some dessert, it's fine. It's it, it will definitely do the job. Some yeah. things yeah. are better in some ways. Some things are better in other ways. But that will just do it. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. That's the problem. It's got the you know highest jump range, highest do. DPS output. Like, ah. I tell you what, it doesn't do. It doesn't land at output uh, outposts particularly well. Yeah. It really it sucks at landing on an outpost. Really well, either. You see, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is there anything that we haven't covered today that you would like to talk about? Um, no, not not really. I think we've really kind of covered things quite nicely. You know, good old good old chat and a chin mic. I think so. It's been excellent. It's been excellent to have a chat with you. If anyone wants to connect with you and get to know you better, um, before we go, plug your stuff real quick. Let them know where they can find you. Um, yeah, you can find me on YouTube, um, which is youtube.com forward slash CMDR Plater. Mm-hmm. All one word. You can find me on Twitch, which is CMDR underscore Plater. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, which is at Ask Sensei Plater. Yes. And um, you can also find my vlog channel if you are more interested in learning about my struggles with thyroid cancer, uh, which is youtube.com slash Joe Plater. Perfect. Excellent. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us yeah. today. It's been, it's been really awesome to have to be able to sit down and have a good talk with you. Oh, thank you for having me, and I've really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I could not be happier. After getting to talk with Joe, I'm going to call him Joe now. He's my friend. (laughs) Commander Player is freaking amazing. He's such an inspiration. He really is. It's, um, and and we we um after we stopped recording, we we talked for a little bit. We -hmm. talked for a little bit afterwards, and um. 
his he's very um, much an much an advocate of like his his problems and the stuff that he is going through doesn't outweigh or nullify yeah. anybody else's problems. Um, yeah, and he's. <laughs> the stuff that he has managed to achieve and the stuff that he's managed to achieve with everything else that is going on is mm-hmm. incredibly inspirational inspirational to someone who has like myself who has mm-hmm. been through really really shitty things and really yeah. bad stuff with health wise um yeah to see to see Plater mm-hmm. achieving what he has yeah. inspires me to keep on keeping on and um yeah. what a wonderful what a wonderful human. Yeah, yeah. And and the fact that he um th- I I that really resonates with me too, because I mean I know you know, you and I have talked about like your health issues and your problems, like with your back, especially because that's very similar to the same, to the problems I have with my back. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we both have like chronic pain issues that are, um, you know, that are beyond like, Oh, I strained my back lifting a box kind of yeah. chronic pain. Like there, it's like legitimate structural issues that are, that are hard to, that make life hard, um, yeah. on, on a daily basis. Um, and you know, talking with somebody like Plater, who's who's dealing with the things he's dealing with in, you know, with an incredibly rare, incredibly aggressive type of cancer. And he's like you said, he's keeping on keeping on. Um, and that really does like it makes me want to be more supportive of people in that position. It makes me want to do more fundraising. It makes me want to do more awareness uh, advocacy yeah. for, for things because, you know, I mean, if it, it, just the amount of passion that he yeah. has around, um, around every, I mean, it's, it's, it's mind boggling to me that he has that level of, of interest and passion around everything, not just, you know, the uh, British thyroid foundation and not just his situation and not just the community situation, but everything he touches seems to have that level of involvement and importance. I don't know if that's even a word and weight (laughs) and like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, it's a rare it's a rare gift and a rare soul. And it's, it's really an amazing thing. It is on. um, So the last episode of season one of flight assist was we auctioned it off as part of a charity stream that um, crispy tater tot did. And the person who won was unfortunately not the person who came on the, the last episode or the penultimate episode. Um, Right. He, when he messaged me and we were chatting, this is um, uh, Coleco Jack um, mm-hmm. messaged me and we were trying to organize a date and it was unfortunate than such a, it was such a bad time because his son was going through mm-hmm. chemotherapy right? and right. Um, his, a few months ago, 
he messaged me and said it's starting to lock up so I it's starting to look like it's everything is getting better we're going to be coming home and I will have availability and this was um if a month or two ago something like that and I was like perfect okay let we're um we've recorded a lot of episodes but we'll we're going to be recording a few more um soon and he was like okay okay and then um a little while back I saw a tweet of his um saying that he wanted to do some fundraising streams and things along those lines and he was for for the these cancer these cancer charities that had helped his son but he was unfortunately unable to do that because his son mm. has now been told that he only has 6 months to live yeah which really sucks and yeah. it really sucks and it is the least that we can do from mm-hmm. from flight assist and the least that i can do um yeah. is raise some money on on your behalf Calico yeah. jack so on friday the 28th of may so mm-hmm. if you're listening to this on the day of release it will be in a couple of weeks time um we i will be doing a um 12 hour charity fundraising stream for Calico Jack's charity of choice click sergeant over at twitch.tv slash psychic um hosted on by the flight assist channel there will be um links everywhere um the flight assist twitter will be tweeting out links to where you might be able to donate um for for a very loved member of the flight assist family wanting to make raise some money for an incredibly worthy cause and yeah i hope i hope that we can see you we can see you there um to raise some yep. money for Click Sergeant, who are yep. a British charity who work um, with young people suffering through cancer. Yep. Yeah, that is absolutely fantastic. And like you said, it's the least we can do. Um, so let's raise a butt ton of money. Exactly. <laughs> everybody come to on the 28th. Yeah, on the 28th. <laughs> All right. right. That's all for this week, folks. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ED. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an elite dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ED, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io forward slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash flight assist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Atom Farin, Baron Von Marlen, Cow Noodles, Commander Reeslang, Crispy Tater Tot, 
Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Stella Wizard 66, Timis V2, and Tomex 99. Until next week, this is Commander Mal for the win. And Commander Psychit. Handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist, off. Hail deployed. Hail deployed.